Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, it's Mark from The Mark Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to The Mark Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's The Mark Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. Well, I did get some money in my account. Unfortunately, it wasn't the stimulus package. It was my paycheck. Dude, don't knock that. A lot of people aren't even getting those anymore. <laughs> What's up? This is the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K, and it is Friday. And uh, for a lot of people, hopefully it's a good Friday. For a lot of people, they may be like, you know what? I've had better Fridays. But nonetheless, it is Friday today. It's Friday! And we've got some fake news Friday coming up here in just a minute. When we say fake news Friday, there's a lot of people that get confused. Some people are like, your show's fake news every single day, Mark eh? And uh, But that's not what it is. Fake news Friday, that's a segment we've come up with, and we uh, it's a game we like to play where we create headlines, uh, you know, fake news headlines that don't exist, and then we pull actual headlines, headlines that you might read somewhere that just seem so, seem like they wouldn't, that couldn't possibly be a thing, uh, but they are. And then we, we let you decipher between the two. Is it a real headline? Is it a fake news headline? If you can uh, if you can tell which ones are real and which ones are fake and you beat your opponent, then you get a prize. Or at least in the old days, you would have gotten a prize. Yeah. But now, because uh, we only have essential personnel working here at the radio station, we no longer can mail out prizes or have you pick them up. I would say that our listeners are essential. No, our listeners are 100%. They're more, it's more important that we have listeners than actually the you and I be here. Oh, okay. They get essential bragging rights. Yeah. Uh, but at the same, you know, at the same time, they sent the lady who sends the packages home and said, you got to work from home. And then there's nobody manning the front door because nobody's supposed to come in anyway. So yeah, bragging rights is really what you're playing for, which for a lot of people, I mean, let's face it, that's all you really want, if right? You already, if you already have a Marquee Show shirt. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. If you yeah. don't. Oh, by the way, I ordered us t-shirts yesterday. So you ordered they t-shirts? Should, they, I ordered t-shirts for all of us, okay. most of us, and uh, and they should be here on Monday at the latest. Oh, wow. But I, uh, I do you want to know what they say? Sure. Okay. Well, no, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for a surprise. You are? Yeah. I'll tell you anyway. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're navy blue shirts, and in big gold letters right across the chest, say it navy? says... What? They say navy? No. No, we're not... It's, what am I? Oh, okay. Governor Scott? No. Uh, it's, a, it's a navy blue shirt, dark blue shirt, and across the chest in gold letters, it says essential personnel. Oh. Because I feel like... We really should. They, we need to differentiate. I still, I still see people popping into the building who aren't necessarily essential, who don't need to be here, who are just contaminating our airspace. And so this way, we can divvy out T-shirts to people that need to be here, and and then we'll know. Uh, that's good. Got one for you. Got one for Hannah. So I can leave my badge at home then. I don't need a badge. You'll myself. still need your badge to oh. access the building, but you'll have a shirt. Or if you, here's the other thing too. Like let's say that you're you're, you're coming to work and the cops pull you over and they go, "What are you doing on the road, boy?" Because mm. that's how all cops right. talk. 
and uh, you go, I'm essential personnel. You can just say, see, look at my look at my chest. Yeah, that's how you get out of tickets, right? You flex your chest. Right, thing. and they'll be like, move along. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's <laughs> how that's how my uh, sister does it. But uh, um, yeah, and then they say, move along, and you know, you go. I got one, uh, by the way, for uh, Rich Jones as well. Oh, wow, because he's clearly essential. Oh yeah. Um, who else? Ariel Wysocki got her, you know, whoever, My whoever. Goodness. I think I got like a, I think there was a minimum order of a dozen of us so. or something. Yeah. All nine. There's not even 12 people that work in this right. building. So I feel like we'll all be covered. Anyway, uh, those should be here Monday and we'll, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll show those. We'll have them on our Twitter feed and our Instagram and everything else. Oh, speaking of things to get, and we will get into like actual news because President Trump, man, he dropped a bomb. If you blinked, you missed this yesterday, but it is so juicy and so salacious and so great. It's about the Joe Biden campaign for president. And he basically is teasing some nugget of career ending information that he has on Joe Biden. And it was when I heard it. And, you know, like, that's the thing. I listen specifically for things like this. Most people, they turn on the hearing or they turn on the task force briefing and they're just like, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. They're waiting for the press to try to trip uh, the president up. I wait to hear what the president's saying. And and I really listen because he lets a lot of information go. And I think a lot of people missed this yesterday. So we're going to air it because it's very important, especially now that Joe Biden is the only Democrat left in the race and will be facing President Trump in November. That is, if he manages to make it that long. And that in its, in and of itself is a big question mark, especially with, uh, you know, Corona mania. 855-765-1045. But speaking of getting things, so every week now... Really, we try to go every two weeks because, you know, no one wants to go out shopping anymore. You're not supposed you're supposed to isolate. Right. You're supposed to stock up. You're supposed to stay in your in your home as, as much as possible. So now what I do is I'll go out grocery shopping and I'll try to get like two weeks worth of groceries at one time. And I bring it all home and my wife and I, we, we fill every crevice and every every, uh, you know, part of the fridge is going. And then we go to the, the, the pantry and there's like crackers and cookies and cakes and bread. And we know where we have like bagels in the freezer, all this stuff we never did. Like we used to just go shopping every other day. Yeah. Buy food for like that day and then go back again. That's what they say. It minimizes waste. Can't do that. You just buy what you need so you yeah. don't waste so much. Well, much. now when you can't go to and when they're like, don't go to the grocery And they said this week especially, remember, do not go to the grocery store this week. It's the deadliest week ever. So uh, I, I really went crazy. I went ham this week with Easter and everything else. And I get home and uh, I dump the groceries and then I go to like the bathroom and I wash my hands, whatever. I come, I check my email. I come back 20 minutes later. And I've got two, uh, like three six packs of beer, couple bottles of wine sitting on the table. Essentials. Right. And uh, my wife goes, hey, uh, I don't know what you want to do with that stuff. And I go, I mean, it's beer and wine. I want to I drink it. And she goes, well, there's no room in the fridge. And I'm thinking to myself... That should have been the first stuff right. going in the exactly. fridge. Like, what are you putting in there? Lettuce, peas, like, what? Well, yeah, eggs, butter. Can we get the milk yeah. and butter out of there? Like, with the kids, applesauce. Who's eating that? So <laughs> I go to the fridge and I open it up, and sure enough, it's like it's like the closet in the cartoons that you know is like busting at the seams. Oh and yeah. I go, wow. There's there's literally no room in my fridge for two six packs and a couple bottles of wine. And my wife says, you know what you need is like a second fridge. And that's when it dawns on me. It's taken 45 years, but I've finally gotten to the point in my life where I need the second fridge. Do you have a second fridge? I did. Not so much anymore. You did? What I happened did. to when it? I, when I was living in with college with a couple of guys, we all had our own fridges in our room. Just well, okay, for, but that's different. Yeah. Like you don't, as a household, have a second no, fridge in the garage no. or in the attic or not someplace yet. like that. 
Not Maybe yet. when I'm 45 and my wife says, put your beer somewhere. Well, you know what it is? And I've been, I've been kind of like poking around and I went on HomeDepot.com and Lowe's and they make fridges. Get, they make fridges specifically designed for the garage. And they look like craftsman tool chests or they're meant to like come in your, your favorite team color or I guess like for a man cave type situation. Oh, really? So my wife's new thing is get a fridge and we, you can keep all the beer in the fridge and we'll have extra freezer space because a lot of people have like a second freezer. Yeah, too, yeah. They free- like a bulk freezer in yeah. the garage. I guess it's the Costco folk. I don't go to Costco, yeah. but I know that a lot of people. I know that a lot of people go to Costco and they fill that, it up. Yeah. If you, so, I went to Home Depot yesterday. I was like, I need, I need to get a second fridge. I haven't figured out where I'm going to get it yet, but they do sell like you know, not a huge fridge, but like a second size yeah, fridge. Yeah, a mini fridge. Which apparently is like a thing. Most people apparently, ha- in fact, I think probably more people have two fridges than have just one. No, I don't know about that. You mean most homeowners, maybe most yeah. people with garages? I think if you have a, I think if you walked around your neighborhood and you did a poll and you said, "Hey, how many Please fridges? Please let me in your garage. How I'm many doing fridges a survey. do you have?" Yeah, it could be in the garage, could be in like I don't know the laundry room. I don't know where people put fridges. In fact, that's probably where I would stick mine is in the laundry, laundry room because you know the garage it's humid is humid in there. No, with the dryer, it's hot in the garage. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. Maybe What's by the, the point pool, of a fridge, right? By the pool area. Yeah, Some that, people that's have the, the right place, an outdoor bar. Yeah, like an outdoor area. Yeah. Oh, maybe I do it there. Oh, yeah. 855 <laughs> How many fridges do you have? <laughs> this, we're going to get to, or I promise, I'll tell you what the, the president knows about Joe Biden that nobody else does. I'll tell you about these, this bomb that he dropped about the upcoming election and the former VP and what kind of salacious intel he has on him. We're going to get to all of that. We're going to get to fake news Friday, but first... Let me know how many fridges you have in your house. <laughs> it's the Mark K Show. Your phone calls, your open mic messages coming up. 855-765-1045. We'll be right back. Worked all this week. Got to work tomorrow, 2.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Then going to rush home. Hurry up, hook up to the boat, and go out and do a little bit of fishing with the family. Oh, that sounds like a great way. I know a lot of people have some great weekend plans because it is a holiday weekend. Good Friday today, Easter Sunday on Sunday. Uh, you know, whether you work at home, whether you've been furloughed, whether you're still, a, whether you're an essential personnel uh, member like we are here, and, uh, you know, you finally get to go home and, and uh, maybe you get to leave early. <laughs> In fact, we got, so this is funny, and we'll get back. We have a bunch of people that want to talk about their fridges in just a minute. We have, uh, like, I, how many, what percentage of our company works from home? 90? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of the, of the 250 employees we have, whatever, I would say 220 of them work at home and have for weeks. Mm-hmm. And we got an email from our boss yesterday that, that said, in honor of the Easter celebration, <laughs> uh, we will be closing yeah. our at-home offices at two. A virtual office. <laughs> It's like, and I always wrote it back like, lady, you think anyone's still working at two o'clock on any other day? You crazy. But uh, so if you're working at home today and you work for Cox Media, just know you can stop working from home at 2 p.m. Close those laptops. <laughs> which, which, just yeah. get that work shirt selfie before you do. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. At two o'clock, go back into your home office and take a picture going, thanks, boss. We're closing up the office for the day. 855 uh, 104.5. This is Gordon at NAS uh, Mayport. Hey, uh, Gordon, how are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Good morning, Mark. Hey, good morning. So um, it looks like I may need a second fridge now, thanks to the coronavirus. Uh, what do you, uh, do you have another fridge? We have three refrigerators. Oh my you have three refrigerators? What do you do with three refrigerators? A lot of beer. One for beer, wine, white claws, champagne. Okay. Booze. 
all of that good stuff. And right. then one for cold drinks, like sodas and water and tea and lemonade. And then we got the fridge in the house. So you have so, a, how many people live in your house that you have, you have a separate drink fridge for a non-alcoholic and alcoholic drinks? Uh, we have four people in the house, but we like to entertain a lot. At least we did before all. Did you, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's great. Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it, man. Here, baby, you got to drink more White Claw. We can't have the neighbors come over anymore. Julie in Jack's Beach. How are you, Julie? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Mark? Great. You brought now Jack's Beach. You probably have multiple fridges. Absolutely. How we got two. You got two. Two fridges. Oh, oh, oh. A high tide fridge <laughs> and a low tide fridge. What, uh, yeah, what do you got in your fridges, Julie? Well, we got food in one fridge in the kitchen and then we got beer. Is it beer? In yeah. the other one. Does, Absolutely. So it's, it's, a, it's just a mini fridge. Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking too. Like, I'm going to get, it's maybe like a four foot fridge. You know, it's not super tall. Again, I'm not a heavy beer drinker. Um, and so, uh, and so that we just need something now because, because the regular fridge, and again, we don't even have one of those, like some people have massive first right, refrigerators yeah, yeah. and our refrigerator is like normal size. Mm-hmm. So when you start stocking up two, three weeks worth of groceries, there's like, it's crazy. There's no room for anything. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. Wayne in Jacksonville. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Oh, great. Wayne, how many fridges you got? Well, we got uh, one great big LG in the house, okay. side by side, and then we have a smaller uh, refrigerator in the garage. It's a side by side, also for the drinks, for the beer. I mean, not for the beer. We don't have any beer. The wine, the drinks, the water, yeah, and the ice cream outside. Okay, you know the outdoor ice cream, and then we have a giant stand-up freezer in the garage as well. Oh, and you have a packed. you have a stand-up freezer. What do you keep in your freezer? Uh, everything that won't fit inside. Yeah, you know, I guess so. You got, the, you got the two hams, you got frozen vegetables, this and that, and the other ice cream, more ice cream. Yeah. And then uh, we have a, then we have a small mini refrigerator in the uh, little garage. Wow, damn, that's and a lot. Garage. That's a, that's a lot. A small one. It's like a college guy. You know? Yeah. I keep water and pepsies out there when I'm hot. I got it. All right, that's a pretty good. So he's got two, and the freezer is also, I mean, a lot of people are in the freezer. We point out if you hunt a lot. You know, if you've got a, a side of deer meat, you got to keep somewhere with somewhere yes, all that venison storage. Yeah, but I guess if you fish as well, you might have a second. Because the other thing is, if you if you hunt, you know, you may not want to mix that up with your grocery store food. You may want a separate thing. Uh, you may want a separate place to put that. This is Mike in Trout River. How you doing, Mike? Hey, yeah, this is Mike on Trout River. Yeah. Uh, I, I just want to tell you, I, at, 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 in 2016, I had uh, three refrigerators, and one of them was included a mini fridge yeah. out on my back den. Yeah. And then I had one in the garage and one in my utility room, I mean, uh, in, in the kitchen, and I had a stand-up freezer in my uh a utility room. Okay. But in 2016, something terribly went wrong with my wife's back and everything. Yeah. And we live in a, a two-and-a-half bath, two-story house. Okay. Which is two full showers upstairs. And, and so I had to decide because she couldn't walk no more. Yeah. So I was going next door, you know, to, uh, you know, to give her showers and everything because she couldn't go up the stairs. So what I did, I, I sold my freezer, put my refrigerator in the garage, in the utility room, and I built. I had a shower built right there in the garage for her. Wow! So, so because she, she couldn't go upstairs, she ain't been upstairs since 2016. Wow! But now I'm down. Now I'm down to two refrigerators, no freezer. Of course, the refrigerator got freezers. Yeah. But uh, and that's been since 2016. And since then, 
I've cut my light bill in half. Oh, good. They're perfect. <laughs> and I can shower my wife at home. I don't have to shower my wife at the neighbors anymore. So they're really thrilled about that, too. You like the best. That guy's like the best husband ever. Gets rid of his beer fridge to build his wife a shower. That, that's that's thoughtful. Yeah, that really is. That really is. Eight five five seven. Serious thinking to do on that one. I also now we all know the whole floor plan to his house. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick, well, we got a couple more people we want to talk to, and then we'll get into you know the more serious business of the day. Stay tuned. It's the Mark K Show on one zero four point five WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. So I made a bold statement at the beginning of the show. I said probably the majority of homeowners have more than one fridge in their home than than, uh, just have one fridge. And the other Josh scoffed at me and said, no way. You think? Yeah. But apparently, according to... Yeah, scoffed. You, you should be. That should be your new name. The other scoff. Uh, but apparently, I was not too far off the mark. Man, Mark, I must be a frigidaire. I got three regular size fridges, two mini fridges, and an eight-bottle wine fridge. I mean, that's the wine fridge. Okay, now in all, I did. I did forget about my wine fridge. We have a wine fridge that came with our house. Mm-hmm. I just don't consider that a fridge because you can only keep like red wine in it. Yeah. You can't put some hot sauce in there. Or yeah, I can't put like yeah. beer in there because it's it's like it's the temperature is right for red wine, but it's not cold enough for white wine or beer. Oh, uh, you put red wine in a fridge? Yeah, you're supposed I to put all of it gets kept in like a dungeon somewhere. Right, but I don't have a dungeon. Oh, so I have got to get a dungeon. So instead of a cold dungeon, you don't can't have a dungeon. I'd say in every homeowner has at least one dungeon. If you start digging in Florida, you know what happens? You hit water like in about 20 minutes. <laughs> so <laughs> there's no dungeons anywhere. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. How many fridges do you have, Marvetta in Arkansas? How you doing, Marvetta? I'm good. I love your show. Oh, thank you, Marvetta. We do too. We have that in common. That's great. Uh, do, how many <laughs> how many fridges you got over there in Arkansas? Okay, I have one side-by-side refrigerator in my kitchen. Uh-huh. I have two side-by-side refrigerators in my garage, okay. one freezer in my garage, and I have two mini refrigerator freezers, uh, one in his bar room and then one outside. And then we've got eight TVs. Okay, and how many people live in your house? Just me and him. Just- <laughs> Yeah, my, my husband is totally crazy, and I have one little space to put my coat. You're okay? prepared. The word Wait. you were looking for is prepared. Where? So, <laughs> you have three side-by-sides, one freezer, two mini-fridges, eight TVs, and it's just you and your husband. Are you saying right. eight TVs or ATVs? Eight TVs. Oh, gotcha. They have four right. ATVs. He, he's got to watch sports and drink, and yeah. then I have a little space for my Cokes. Where do your Cokes go? You don't have a whole Coke fridge? Um, no. Everything is his stuff. I just find a space and put my Cokes. I mean... <laughs> you see you see where I'm at here, right? Yeah, no, I see it. Marvetta, listen, it seems to me, though, that uh, so far you're the you're the big winner when it comes to, you know, um, cold storage. Sounds like she needs another wow. fridge. You do. You need, like, a fourth <laughs> mini fridge. Coke fridge, yeah. Hey, thanks so much. You know what I'm learning about this? Here's what I'm learning. I thought... I thought originally when we started this conversation, when I came home and I, my wife said, there's no room for the beer, there's no room for the wine, the food is in the fridge, you got to find another place for it. I thought I needed one fridge. But what I'm learning from this conversation is that I probably need three, potentially four fridges. One for each beverage. Or what, I was thinking one for each person in the family. Oh, like that's oh. probably like what if we did that? Oh, what good, if yeah. what if we cleared out a wall? We put four fridges and one was mama's, one was daddy's, one was my son's, one was my daughter's. And that way, 
There's no, and then you have to keep your fridge stocked. So if you're out of lemonade in your fridge or if you don't have any more pudding cups, it's your own fault because your fridge needs to stay stocked. Does that mean if all of you drink lemonade, you have to buy four bottles of lemonade or I mean, four pints or whatever you probably. drink? Probably. Or you know what else? You can't just, share. You can't be like, this goes in my fridge now and my yeah. fridge tomorrow. You know what's really popular I'm noticing is not just the, like the fridge in the garage or the second fridge for food, but people have like the patio fridge or the outdoor fridge because if you're at the pool, let's say, or you're hanging out back in the backyard and you need another drink, Instead of having to get up and go all the way in the house, right. you just have the fridge there. Thank you. Keep opening up that sliding glass door, letting the cool air out. Yeah. Or if you're dripping wet from the pool. I mean, you think I just moved to this state. I've been here for like 14 years. Yeah, I've never left. <laughs> I, just haven't, I just haven't really acclimated to it yet. 855-765-1045. Jeff in Rapid City, South Dakota. How you doing, Jeff? I'm doing real good. Oh, good. How many uh, fridges do you have up there in South Dakota? Well, we have our regular fridge in the house, and then we have a very unique refrigerator in our garage, which is uh, it's called a Bevador, and it uh, was made in Buffalo, New York, back in the 60s, and it used to be a blood bank. And so it's, uh, it's seven foot tall, uh, three foot across, and it has rotating shelves in it free, uh, with no uh, nothing in the way, and it's uh, claimed to fame as it'll hold 504 bottles of beer. Five hundred and four. How many pints of blood will it hold? <laughs> That's a good question. Pork. Yeah. <laughs> that is wow. That is all right, Jeff. Hey, thank. That's definitely a conversation. So, wow. Hey, do you Jeff, what you got on tap today? A positive. <laughs> do you do you hear the lambs, Clarice? <laughs> uh, this is this is Alan in Jacksonville. How you doing, Alan? Hey, pretty good. How you doing? Hey, good, man. Tell How me you your what, what's your fridge situation over there at your house? Refrigeration. Got three of. You got three. three you have three. Two for food and one for beer. Okay. I think that seems to be, I mean, that's definitely the way I'm going to go now, as I'm just going to have the one for, but I'm going to do all beverages, because again, I'm going to, I'll put all the waters, sodas, beer right. in one fridge, and then, and then maybe I get like another one for the outside. I don't know. This is so confusing. I can't believe you only have one fridge. I know for now. You're going to change soon. Yeah, I yeah, know. By the end of the weekend, everyone's going to have everyone's going to have like three fridges. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Oh, hold on. Bill's in Long Island. He's got to chime in. Bill, how are you? Bill, good morning, brother. How are you? How's it going? Bill? All right. So we've heard from a lot of people like uh, here in Florida and in the south and in the country. Long Island's got now. How many fridges do you have up in Long Island? Do you guys do the multi fridge thing up there, too? Well, it's just me and my wife. So we had the fridge in the kitchen. But uh, a week or so ago, I said, you know, let's get a let's get a freezer. And I went to Home Depot and I bought the last one. And you can't find a freezer on Long Island. Oh no! Oh, oh no. God! I went to every PC Richards. I went to all the stores. The guy laughed at me. One of the salesmen laughed at me. He said, "You'll never find a freezer." And I went back to Home Depot with that salesman. Two box, two box freezers. <laughs> and I didn't want that one, and I I took it anyhow. And you're right. That's that's, that's, that's how you shop in New York City. <laughs> hey, uh, you guys got any uh, freezers? <laughs> Stupid! You can't find a freezer. You'll what never are you find a freezer? What are you saying? You're never gonna. You will die before you find a freezer. Oh yeah? And then I just then I clocked them in the head. I clocked them in the head, and I said, "Here's your freezer." <laughs> so I'll put your body in a freezer. Yeah, I got Here's you. Here's a freezer for you. Yeah. <laughs> this Justin Cuomo said they're having a shortage of freezers. Yeah, that's exactly right. I have All a question, right. though. Yeah, As someone up. who has only ever lived in Florida, is there ever a time where you put your cold beer outside? Like, if you want your beer cold and it's cold outside, can't you just keep it outside? If the air is 27 degrees and 
And you can't find a freezer? Cause you can't find a freezer. You only <laughs> yeah. have one fridge. you got to keep it somewhere. I mean, I guess you and could. Just I'm, keep it on the back patio? Or? Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm sure there's people that just do yeah, that. They just cool it out for you. Absolutely. Like if you like Put it in, in the snow. Oh, let me, you know what? Let me, freezer. let me call my relatives up in Canada. Okay. And see where they keep their Molsons, eh? That's good. Where some, do you keep, some Labatt Blues. Where do you keep your moose head, eh? <laughs> Uh, star star one zero four five or eight five five seven six five one zero four five. All right, listen. Thank you to everybody. Help me make up. Help me realize number one that I'm not crazy for one as I can freezer and that I'm actually way behind the curve on this. Uh, coming up in just a minute, the president yesterday. Uh, he dropped a bomb on the press room when he was giving his uh, coronavirus update, and it has to do with Joe Biden, Joe Biden's candidacy, and some of the secrets the president knows about the Democratic nominee. We'll get to that here in just a minute. It's coming up next on the Marque Show, so stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. The Marque Show. My name is Marque, 855-765-1045. If you don't want to call us, you can leave us an open mic message. Go get our mobile app, 104.5 WOKV. Also, when you're there, make sure that you uh, ena- enable the alerts. Because with all the news, I mean, it's the, it's the it's really legitimately how I get my news. When there's a press conference, like, for example, at noon, uh, Governor DeSantis will be speaking. You'll get an alert on your 104.5 WOKV news app. So it'll remind you, hey, time to listen to the governor. And if there's any other information, forecast changes, things like that, it's great. Plus, you can send us open mic messages about whatever you want. All right. So yesterday, the president of the United States gave a press conference for the coronavirus task force. And I know what you're thinking. He does that every single day. Well, it's an important time. But the questions by the media sometimes stray away from the coronavirus task force because they've got the president. They know he's opinionated. And there is other news. One of the biggest things that happened this this week was that Bernie Sanders dropped out of the presidential race. You may remember hearing about that. Uh, he interrupted our show at the very end. Oh, pardon me. He interrupted our show at the very end. And he said, hey, I, uh, I see no path to victory. I'm suspending my campaign and I'm going to try to make Joe Biden a socialist. And so that's now his new goal. His new goal is is not to be president of the United States because he ain't gonna. His new goal is to make Joe Biden the president of the United States and also a socialist at the same time. And one of the big questions now is there's two big questions. The first one is, has Bernie Sanders actually endorsed Joe Biden? Because it didn't seem like he was endorsing Joe Biden. He just said, look, I'm suspending my campaign. Joe Biden seems to be the best of I'm just, you know, we got to beat Trump. That was kind of his backhanded endorsement of, of Joe Biden for president. The other big question is, why isn't Barack Obama endorsing Joe Biden? Barack Obama, easily one of the most popular Democratic presidents of the last de- uh, not not even decade of the last 50, 60 years. Barack Obama really hailed it, hailed it, hailed as a uh, as a as a hero and a legend in the Democratic Party. Barack Obama, who the media lo- I mean, he is a media darling. And Barack Obama was also president of the United States when Joe Biden served as vice president. He handpicked Joe Biden to be second in line to the presidency, yet he has not yet endorsed him. And the president, Donald Trump, wants to remind everybody about this. So when the topic came to Bernie Sanders uh, dropping out of the race and, and Joe Biden being the candidate, the president took a moment to remind everybody, guess who has not yet stood up and said, Joe's the best man for the job. And I don't know why President Obama hasn't supported Joe Biden a long time ago. There's something he feels is wrong. Why isn't he'll come out? I'm sure he's got to come out at some point. 
because he certainly doesn't want to see me for four more years. We're not, uh, we, we think a little bit differently. Yeah, a little bit. But, he's, but he brings up a really valid point. This is not, this has not been an easy campaign for Joe Biden. Joe Biden came into this, sure, as the front runner, but very quickly fell behind Bernie Sanders, fell behind Pete Buttigieg. At some point, he was behind Elizabeth Warren. In fact, he didn't win until South Carolina. He lost the first three primaries and, and uh, caucuses in a row. Got blown out in Iowa, blown out in New Hampshire, blown out in Nevada. South Carolina, he finally wins, which was a firewall. That was no shocker. And then slowly but surely, everybody dropped out of the race and fell in line. But there were multiple times when he needed a, a leg up. There were multiple times when people thought he was going to be out of this thing. And there were multiple opportunities where President Barack Obama could have come in and said, hey, Joe Biden, he's your man. I picked him to be second in line when I was president. And now you should pick him to be first in line. Didn't do it. Not one word from Barack Obama. And President Trump brings up a valid question. I'll tell you, it, it does amaze me that President Obama hasn't supported Sleepy Joe. It just hasn't happened. When's it going to happen? When is it going to happen? When is it going to help now? Now that he's the only man standing, is that what Barack Obama was waiting for? Was he waiting to see if Joe Biden could get this nomination on his own so that he wouldn't have to sully his reputation? Because here's the thing about Barack Obama. You may remember that Barack Obama last time around stood up and publicly endorsed Hillary Clinton for president. Publicly endorsed Hillary Clinton for president. Said, as a matter of fact, she'd probably make a better president than me or Joe would. And, and she went out and she ran a campaign and she lost brilliantly to Donald Trump. And in doing so, she made Barack Obama a loser, too. He only ever in his life publicly endorsed one person to be president of the United States and that person lost. And so now what's he going to do? Stand up? And do it again to somebody who he's pretty sure is going to lose. So now getting a, a Barack Obama endorsement becomes the kiss of death because he's 0 for 2 when it comes to picking future presidents. That's always been my take. I mean, the guy you want to talk about egomaniacs. People call Donald Trump an egomaniac. People call me an egomaniac. You will not meet a bigger egomaniac than uh, President Barack Obama. That guy does not want to seem like a failure, even now that he's served his two terms as president. If he picks someone for president, dadgummit, they better win. And if they don't, you have personally insulted his integrity. And that's why I think he's gun shy for pulling the trigger on Joe Biden. President Trump has another theory, which he let loose on the press room yesterday. And I don't think everybody picked up on it. Listen to what he said. Why isn't he? He knows something that you don't know. That I think I know, but you don't know. He knows something that he's talking to the reporter here. He knows something about Joe Biden that you don't know. Barack Obama knows something about Joe Biden that you don't know. Then he says, I think I know, but you don't know. That is a that right there sets up a really exciting election that right there. Tell and the president of the United States is going to have knowledge about candidates. The president, he knew about Ukraine before the rest of us did. He knew about Hunter Biden and Burisma before the rest of us did. I mean, Joe Biden didn't keep it a secret. Remember, he went on stage. He told everyone, oh, yeah, you know what I did? I said, I'm going to get on a plane in six hours. And if you don't uh, you don't fire the guy, uh, I'm going to take my billion dollars with me. And remember what he said? Some bitch was fired. That I think I know, but you don't know. Donald Trump knows something about Joe Biden. Barack Obama 
knows something about Joe Biden. And I'm pretty sure as we get out of this coronavirus mess, as we get closer and closer to the conventions and as we get closer and closer to Election Day, I guarantee pretty soon the rest of us are going to know it, too. 855-765-1045. They either missed it yesterday in the briefing, or they weren't paying attention to it, or probably more likely, they didn't want to bring attention to it. But they're going to have to deal with it eventually. 855-765-1045. Quick break, your phone calls, your open mic messages, uh, fake news Friday, and more of the Mark K Show on the way. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045 is our number. Bobby in Middleburg has been waiting very patiently to say something. Bobby, hi. Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Very good, thank you. Hey, I just wanted to thank you guys for sending me out that uh, shirt from uh, last Friday's Fake News Friday. Oh, yeah. And those, and those razors you put in there, uh, I truly appreciate that. You use them on top of your head. Us burnings, use them on side of our head. What do we do? We, yeah. Put, yeah, we, we put in razors. Yes. We put in razors? <laughs> yeah, that's where the like, that's where the uh, razor companies make all their money. They they gave you the free razor, the free, and then you yeah, didn't buy the blades. Yeah, so we, oh. I figured if I give those away, I didn't. Wait a minute, what kind of razors did we give you? Oh, they were they're nice ones. How come I didn't get any razors? Well, you don't need a razor. <laughs> what are you talking about? I shave like all the hair on my body constantly. Oh, no, that's great. No, Bobby, much, listen. Too much for me. I'm so congratulations by the way on winning Fake News Friday last week, and congratulations on your shirt and your razors. Fun fact, by the way, you're the last person to receive a prize for the time being. Because as soon as that prize went out last week, they uh, they sent the lady who's in charge of the front office home. She no longer can accept visitors. I mean, we're closed down anyway. And we no longer have access to the mailing system. So we can't mail you out anything. So, the, again, the winner today, we will be playing Fake News Friday today. We just won't be giving away any shirts and or razors, I come to find Maybe out. Maybe that's why he got a razor. She just grabbed whatever she saw lying around, like, this is the last one I'm just going to put in here. Here's like a, a half-eaten yeah. apple. Also, Here's should we calculator. be sending razors to we people? We didn't send a razor. We didn't send no, a razor? No, I made all that up. Oh, I, really? I don't know what Bobby's talking about. You're lying. No, for real. I have no idea. We should send him a shirt only. I don't know what he got a razor. Well, he got razors. Yeah. I don't know if we should be sending I mean, a razor. Joking. What if we send the? What if someone's having a bad day and all of a sudden they get a razor blade in the mail? I'm well, like, if it's a safety razor, then they can't. Oh, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is uh, Susan in Jacksonville. Hi, Susan. How are you? Hey, Mark. How are you? Oh, doing great, Susan. Happy Friday. Uh, what do you want to say today, Susan? Okay, so I wanted to talk about the medicine that uh, that they're given for the coronavirus. Yeah, the hydrochloroquine. Exactly. Okay, so I'm actually on that medicine. I take it for rheumatoid arthritis, okay. and I've been taking it for approximately three years now. Yeah. And the drug, the drug is amazing. It is not a lethal drug. I don't understand why CNN and all the media outlets are downplaying this drug because it has been wonderful. There are more and more cases of people coming out. There was the woman from, uh, I want to say Detroit. She's a Democrat. She was a uh, state representative, and she thanked the president personally because if it weren't for him touting this hydroxychloroquine or whatever it was, then she wouldn't have she wouldn't have survived coronavirus. There's more and more stories of celebrities saying, I took exactly what the president said in his press conference, and I'm cured, and I feel great, and he saved my life. And I've seen more and more of those stories, Susan. I have yet to see one story from someone who said, I took the hydroxychloroquine and I died. 
or I took the hydroxychloroquine right, exactly. and I'm now I'm blind and they had to amputate my foot. You don't see any of those stories. No, um, you don't. And that's the whole thing. That's the whole point is that it's part of the rot to try. If yeah. you're dying, take it. Like for me, with my rheumatoid arthritis, in order to keep me out of a wheelchair, yeah. I have an option. Either take this medicine or if this medicine didn't work, then I would have to go on cancer treatments for the rest of my life. Now, yeah. who wants to do that? Now, Susan, so clear, my option. And clear something up because a lot of people, I think, are also confused. This isn't something you can just go and OD on, right? You have to get your oh, doctor. God, no. It's a prescription medication. There's a doctor involved in the whole process. It, mine is a rheumatologist. Yeah. Yes, it, they're yes, they're specialists. Yeah, and I think and I think that's what people are confused about. I think they hear Donald Trump talk about it, and then they hear Dr. Fauci say, "Well, we haven't proven that. Don't start taking it because it might not work." But what people don't realize is you have to get it through a doctor anyway. You need a prescription, and so you have to go to your doctor and say, "I'm interested in taking this hydroxychloroquine. I'm interested in this because I have the the corona. I want I want to get rid of this COVID nineteen, and they have to give you an exam." And they have to look at your medical history and they have to decide if you're taking other any uh, any other medications that might have an adverse effect. Should you start taking this? I mean, it is a medication and and we have systems in place to protect people from taking things they're not supposed to take. And that's why I think you're seeing this much success with it. And um, yeah, and I I just and it, it all comes down once again to to this this eternal I just and like what, what's the opposite of optimism? Pessimism. This eternal pessimism in the media. We talked about Chris Cuomo the other day, right? Chris Cuomo uh, is at home still, I believe, with the coronavirus. Although I more and more, I posted a video of what we talked about on the air, and again, I said it, it's horrible to think that this guy is maybe reveling in the fact that he has the virus, but he seems really excited to get on TV every day and yell at the president and 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 talk about how high his fever. My my fever is 102, so if I say something crazy, it's understandable. What's the president's excuse? You know, stuff like that. But uh, he's really he's really lang- you know he's he's having a great time with this coronavirus. And I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if he would take hydroxychloroquine. His his uh, brother's the governor. You know he can get it if he wants it. I don't think he would. Because I think that if he took it and it worked, that would be a feather in the president's cap. And these people are just so crazy uh, that they would they would rather suffer than do anything that the president said would help them out in the long run. Not all of them, because, again, this woman in, in uh, Detroit, this this um, woman who is a, uh, a Democratic state representative, she took it. And the only reason she heard about it is because of the president's task force briefings. And he she said it saved my life. And I want to thank the president for bringing it to my attention. Yet whenever you hear the media talk about it, all they talk about is how irresponsible the president is for discussing this medication to be used for the coronavirus when it hasn't been approved by blah, 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 blah. And all of the it's all anecdotal evidence. I'll tell you what, if you're dying, anecdotal evidence, eh, that's evidence. You know, give me the hydroxychloroquine. Sam on the west side. How are you, Sam? I'm doing good, thank you. Oh, good. What do you want to say, sir? Yes. Um, my wife has, was diagnosed with lupus back in 2001. Okay. She has been taking um, hydroxychloroquine, also known as Plaquenil, yeah. for 19 years. Okay. She has taken, because of her having lupus and her immune system is deficient, she's had to take zithromycin many times. Right. And I've, and I've heard on the fake news that you have to have an EKG before you take this drug combination. We, that is a bunch of nonsense. If my wife had not had Plaquenil, 
she would have been dead by now. Yeah. No, Sam, listen. You no, know, first of all, we're glad to hear that it's working for her. And again, this is something that your doctor prescribes for her, right? I mean, she has to see a specialist. Right. She, she's a rheumatologist. Yeah. No, and that's, the, and that's the thing. People act, and by people I mean the mainstream media, they act like the president is saying, you know what I've heard works for coronavirus is you lay your head down in front of you, the front wheel of your car, and you have somebody step on the gas and drive over your head. And you'll feel and it and it's working miracles. That's what they're acting like. And he's not saying that at all. He's saying if you have coronavirus, if you've got COVID-19, go to your doctor and say, let me try this medicine. And if the doctor says it's OK, then it's OK. That's all he's saying. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. This is Nick in Palm Coast. How you doing, Nick? How you doing, Mark? Oh, doing great, man. What do you want to say today, sir? Um, I, you know, I, I listen to your show. I listen to other people's show. I never hear anybody. They're always talking about possibly that uh, Biden's going to put um, Obama's wife in. But what happens if they put him in instead? Sneak him in. Barack Obama. He's. I mean, he's not going to do that. You're not going to be vice president after you've been president already. No, 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 no. And get Joe out and put him in his. Um, the candidate for president. He can't, he's already run two terms. You can't be president more than two terms. Oh, I thought he could run being it's been like, what, three years or whatever? No, it was the last one. It was FDR was like a four-term president. And then he died after he got elected the fourth time. And people are like, you know what? We should probably limit this office to two terms. They don't have to be back-to-back. Um, but they do have to, you know, you do have to, you have to do have to have a, uh, a break. I'm sorry, you do have to limit yourself to eight. So here's the deal. If... Um, if, for example, Joe Biden chose Michelle Obama to be vice president, which we know is feasible because he said, I'm going to choose a woman. Now, whether he remembers saying that or not is another story. I could see him. I can really see him rolling in and going, I've chosen my vice president, uh, the Pete Buttigieg. And everyone's like, oh, sorry, you said he was. I said, what? When the hell did I say that? OK, never mind. Never mind. I'll be I'll get back with you. Um, I can see that happening. But. I don't believe that Michelle Obama is a viable candidate for vice president. And the Obama name and legacy does not hold the water and the weight that it used to. And again, if and when Joe Biden loses, that will mean that the Obamas have been part of two back-to-back losing presidential elections. And their ego just won't stand for that. They just they can't take it. 855-765-104. We're going to take a quick break. We're running a little late. Uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be back with some of your phone calls, your open mic messages. All that's on the way, so stay tuned to the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. So coming up, uh, we have some fake news Friday, and uh, we're not going to have any prizes. We're not going to get a shirt and or a razor, because apparently well, people are getting razors in the mail when uh, the shirt lady had to go home. She's non-essential, apparently. So they sent her away. So we have no shirts, no razors for anybody. Um, but we will still play, and you'll get bragging rights. I think the lady that sends out the T-shirt should have been essential personnel. Mark, you could have went home. I hear you, brother. I mean, I could. Here's the thing: I can do my job from anywhere. I broadcast from my house. I broadcast from hotel rooms. I broadcast from the back office of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, uh, I can. Nice. I broadcast from lobbies of hotel rooms, golf courses, all of those. Yes, <laughs> although we we like to we, we like to not think of that because they were really happy with that. But uh, but yeah, I could go home. But it, clearly, you can only send out T-shirts from here. 
When I won my prize pack, I got a razor too. I thought it was a joke because you're bald. Oh yeah, that's, that that would be pretty good. I, jokes on you. It's like make a Marque wig. Yeah, it's like Marque. not only do we want you to have the T-shirt, we want you to look like the guy on the T-shirt. Yeah. So put on the shirt, shave your head. Here's some headphones. We're just we're trying to like clone me is what we're trying to do. Eight five five seven six five. 1045 is our number. This is Brian in Palm Coast. How are you, Brian? Thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. Oh, good. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I just wanted to comment on, uh, you know, helping small businesses. My uh, my wife works for her brother and sister-in-law's uh, restaurant. Okay. And they've been shut down, of course, uh, you know, since the first day they do takeout. But now they're forced to close. They were open seven days a week. They're down to two days a week. Um you know, just trying to file for unemployment has been, um, you know, so frustrating. It's not even funny as far as as far as her work goes. Yeah. You know, but uh, I mean, we've tried several times, taken several screenshots. Another another thing that really kind of chaps my uh, behind is is um, you know all the money that's going to big corporations with this uh, stimulus package. Uh, I just kind of wanted your thoughts on that. Well, I mean, here's the thing. And first of all, we're sorry to hear about your uh, your family's small business. Look, the thing about small business is definitely if you can, um, and there, I mean, there's a there's a ton of ways that small businesses are, are really being creative. You can really you can really see the entrepreneurial spirit come through. Uh, the Alhambra, for example, the Alhambra Dinner Theater here on Beach Boulevard. My you know my family and I we love the Alhambra, and the kids love it. My daughter does their summer camp and stuff. But you know, it's a dinner theater, and they're closed. And what they, you know, they had some food, that kind of thing. You can't really do the theater stuff, but they're like, look, we need a little bit of money. We've got all this food. It's going to go bad. We'll do drive through and you can come and you can get yourself some spaghetti bolognese or whatever it was they had. And that's a way for them to, you know, cushion the blow a little bit. Also, they're still selling tickets for the upcoming shows and they're still advertising that. And they're saying, look, we're going to be back eventually. Buy your tickets now. They get the money up front. And then, sure, if the show's canceled, they can always refund the money. But at least they have the money now to keep going, which is which is great. You know, sell something in the future for when it's all over. They're uh, also doing a thing with a uh, video streaming stuff. Best of clips from some of the shows they've done. Oh, yeah. So you can kind of get a performance thing, uh, a vibe with it. You oh, enjoy yeah. your dinner, you watch some best of clips, and you're yeah. still kind of getting that Alhambra experience. That's fantastic. So anything you can do if you're a small business owner to drum up business, I would, you know, th- now's the time to try it. Like, try it. Throw it up on the wall and see if it, it sticks. As far as the uh, as far as the money and the the um, you know the corporate bailouts. Look, corporations hire a lot of people. Yes, mostly small businesses. Uh, most people are, are are employed by a small business. That is true, and that thus the twelve hundred dollar or more bailout, depending on who you are and how much money you make. But with the large corporations, I mean, if you have somebody like Boeing or American Airlines or Delta or any of these other companies that are getting money, these hotel companies, if you have any of them go under, that is a serious one-time blow to the entire economy that we can't handle. If a restaurant goes out of business, it sucks for the people that work there. It sucks for the owners. It sucks for the community and the customers. It's bad. It's never good when a business goes out, uh, goes under. But a, a local restaurant in Atlantic Beach or a local restaurant in, in uh, you know, Green Cove Springs is going to, it's going to put how many people out of work? 20, maybe 10. One of these massive corporations, you're talking about thousands and thousands of unemployed Americans, not to mention the people that have been, been investors in the stock. Hit that's, I mean, it is necessary to keep a lot of these businesses afloat through this whole thing that way. 
That way, we don't have a bigger problem than we would. And by giving these corporations lots of money, you are technically giving it to the little guy because they get to keep their jobs. They get to keep their paychecks. And today's Good Friday, today's payday, a lot of people are still getting paid today, even though your company is not making money. And the reason for that is twofold. Either, number one, you work for a company with, with cash on reserve that has solid leadership, that prepares ahead, that doesn't live in the red. You know, they don't just, like, live their lives on credit. And or you work for a company that received a bailout or a loan or a helping hand from the government. So that's the reason it's working that way. And either way, if you got a paycheck today, it's another reason to be thankful because a lot of people didn't. 855-765-1045 is our number. Quick break. When we get back, uh, oh, it's time for Fake News Friday. Yay. We're going to need two contestants, two contestants for Fake News Friday today. If you want to play for bragging rights, give us a buzz. 855-765-1045. We'll do it next. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. All right, uh, this is the Mark K Show. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. We're about to roll into some fake news Friday uh, here on a Good Friday. So it's a fake news Good Friday. Um, first, though, we've got Will in Jacksonville who's been waiting very patiently wanted to say something. Hi, Will. How are you? Hey, how's it going, Mark? How's everything? Oh, doing great, Will. What's up, man? What do you want to say, sir? I just wanted to say something simple. All these uh, news going around, man, I just wanted to, uh, people to focus on, on a prayer, man. Take the time today. You know, say a prayer for somebody you care about and say a prayer for our world, for the future, for our government, uh, for everybody, basically. Don't forget about God. And, uh, yeah, let's just uh, be positive for 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 a couple minutes of the day. And uh, let's say a prayer. Let's just uh, be positive for and get away from these bad uh, times that we're uh, going through nowadays, so just that, that's it, basically. Hey, Will, thanks so much. That's a great, that's a great idea. Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it, and amen. And, uh, and then everybody take some time, especially today and this weekend, to be positive. All right, let's get back to Fake News Friday. That was great. Uh, 855-765-1045. We've got Bill on the line in Kentucky. How you doing, Bill? Doing fine. How you doing? Hey, good, man. Thank you. What part of Kentucky are you in? Bloomfield, Kentucky. Oh, great. Almost. Great. You know anything about bourbon? I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> I figured. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be playing against Brian from Palm Coast. How's it going, Brian? Good. How you doing, Mark? Uh, good. Brian, say hi to Bill. Bill, say hi to Brian. Hey, hi, Bill. Hi, Brian. Oh, look at that. Everyone's very cordial. All right, so, uh, gentlemen, here's how this works today. What happens is we basically uh, we basically give you some headlines, and then you have to tell us if the headline is a real news headline or a fake news headline if it's real and you say real you get a point if it's fake and you say fake you also get a point whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins your prize today absolutely nothing you guys got it <laughs> I, I got, got it. a question more oh yeah what's your who is that was that bill or brian bill all right bill what's your question sir what if it's real fake news headline it's <laughs> a great question do nothing yeah then just say fake okay that's your <laughs> All right. Thank you for clarifying. We appreciate that. All right. Uh, Bill, we're going to start with you. Listen carefully. Here is your first headline. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders has tested negative for the presidency. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders has announced he's tested negative for the presidency. Is that real news or is that fake news? That's real news. 
<laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess technically, I guess technically, yes, it is. He, he didn't actually say it in those words, but he did. Uh, he did suspend his campaign. So we'll give you that. We'll give you a point on that one. All right. Uh, there we go. Brian, are you ready for your first one? I'm ready. All right. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Renowned horror novelist Stephen King is apologizing to the world, saying, I'm sorry you feel like you're stuck in a Stephen King novel. <laughs> is that real news or is that fake news? I, I believe that's real news. You believe that's real news? I, I can't. I read something about it, but I can't remember if he, if he actually said that. But I, I think I think that's real news. Yeah, that is exactly right. He's saying, uh, "Look, I apologize that you feel like you're stuck in one of my novels." Uh, in fact, his 1978 novel, The Stand, was basically about a viral pandemic uh, that decimated the world's population, and only a few. Sir, I won't get. I don't know. I don't want to give you a spoiler alert, but uh, but there you go. Good job, Brian. You're on the board as well. We are tied up one to one. Bill, are you ready for your next headline? Yeah. Listen carefully. Here we go. Because Americans are locked at home, they are driving less, and that's causing a big problem for red light camera ticket revenue in jurisdictions mm. across America. Americans are locked at home. They're driving less because of the coronavirus. That's hurting red light camera revenue from uh, police jurisdictions all across America. Is that real news or is that fake news? I'd say it's real news. I know that uh, a lot of the governments are having they're having issues getting revenue from tickets and stuff, but I know that's the local. I don't know if it was on the news or not. Okay, so you're saying that is real news? I'd say it's real news. You'd say that's real news. Okay, that is uh, correct. That is real news. Congratulations. Nicely done. Yeah, think about it. If you're not driving as much, you're at home, your car is locked in the garage, you can't run red lights, you don't get a ticket, you don't pay, and boom, all of a sudden, a revenue stream is gone for local jurisdictions. Oh, you guys are killing it. Two to one. Brian, back to you. Are you ready for your next headline? I'm ready. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Joe Biden announced that he would not leave his house without wearing a mask. Since announcing that, Joe Biden has not left his house because, quote, you can't sniff people's hair when wearing a mask. Is that real news or is that fake news? <laughs> That's real news. <laughs> well, again... He did say that, and he hasn't left his house. I don't think it's because he wants to sniff people's hair, but I'll tell you what, I'll give you a point. I'll give you a point. Take half right. Uh, all right, here we go. Bill, Brian, Brian, uh, you're two points. Bill, you've got two points. You could take the lead with this one. Are you ready? Yeah. Listen carefully. Here we go. U.S. citizens living in Lebanon have declined a repatriation offer from the United States saying, quote, it's safer in Beirut. <laughs> is that real news or is that fake news? I guess it's safe. real news, I guess. You, you guess it's real. You sound so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, it is real news. Congrats. <laughs> Congratulations. It's safer in Beirut these days. Beirut's beautiful. They've totally fixed that place up, man. And there's no coronavirus there, apparently. So, all right. Uh, we'll give you another point so far. So far, so good. Uh, Brian, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. A 
liberal Democrat who was treated with hydroxychloroquine hopes he still dies of COVID-19 to prove that President Trump is stupid and irresponsible. <laughs> oh, God. That's a tough one. That is a really tough one. That's a tough one. A liberal Democrat treated with hydroxychloroquine hopes he still dies of COVID-19 to prove Trump is stupid and irresponsible. Is that real news or fake news? I would say it's fake because I wouldn't want to die, but it's probably going to end up being real news. But I'll say it's fake news. You are fake news. It is fake news. It is fake news. I'm sure somewhere, some, maybe they think that, but I don't think anyone has actually uh, come out and declared it yet. All right, three to three. You guys, We have one more each. We have one more each. So you may both I'd win. Kumo, I'd say Kumo. Was, if it was Kumo, I would say that would have been real. Kumo. Kumo? <laughs> yeah. If it were Kumo, that day, I probably would have been. <laughs> Isn't that also a Stephen King novel? Kumo? Oh, that's Cujo. Never mind. I got confused. All right. Uh, Bill, Brian, you're both at three. You both have one left. If you both get these right, you both win nothing. Uh, listen carefully. Here we go, Bill. Here's your next headline. A driver caught by the police doing 130 miles per hour claimed he was trying to avoid the coronavirus. <laughs> a driver caught going 130 miles per hour by police told them I was trying to avoid catching the coronavirus. Is that real news or fake news? It's just hard with the people, the crazy people that's out there. But I'm going to say it's fake news. I hope it's fake news anyways. That is real news. That's, oh, my God. That happened 130. They said, Wait, boy, why are you driving so fast? I was. I didn't want to get the coronavirus. We all know that coronavirus can only go 129, 129 miles, miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So that's go, what he was thinking. Probably. If you go 130, all right. Listen, it's all come down to this, Brian. You can steal. You can steal a victory from the jaws of defeat with this last headline. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Listen carefully. Here we go. The Pennsylvania Amish community is getting a COVID-19 drive-through testing center for their horse and buggies. That is real news. Oh, look, you no hesitation at all. Are you sure? Uh, I'm not really sure, but I, I read, I, I did read a little, I read quite a bit, and, and I remember hearing something about that. I, I believe it is real news. Man, you read a lot. It is real news. Congratulations. Uh, you, that's it. With a score of four to three, our winner today is Brian. Great job, sir. You by the way, Bill, Bill was incredible, and The Stand is, is a great movie. If you haven't seen it, please, please do. I'm surprised you haven't read it. <laughs> you haven't read everything else. It's like 12,000 pages, man. Bill, you did do a great job. Thank you so much. In fact, we're going to not send you something, too, since you were such a great job. Uh, be fair. You did a great Yeah, we'll both we'll send both of you nothing. Uh, 855-765-1045. we got to take a quick break. we got one more break here before we go away for the holiday. Uh, it's the Marque Show on 104.5 WOKV. The Marque Show. My name's Marque. Thanks so much for joining us, folks. We appreciate it. By the way, for those of you that uh, we've been uh, getting a lot of people watching online for the first time today, and we do broadcast this show not just here on uh, 104.5 WOKV in Jacksonville, but also on our Facebook page, Marque on Facebook. We do it on Twitter, on Periscope. Uh, on uh, Twitch, which is a very popular network for the uh, the gamers. And then, of course, uh, you know, a couple of YouTube as well, a bunch of places. And so we get viewers from all over the country and all over the world. And uh, the other thing is, not only can you listen to the show, you can watch.
watch the show. And what a lot of people do is uh, they like to watch the show on Facebook and then comment as to how many times I touch my face during an average show. You do touch a lot. Well, I, I mean, I, it's a tough habit, habit to break. Yeah. Uh, plus, when my when my nose itches, you know, like there's only like you got take, scratch. Take, take your shoulder to it. I know. I, yeah, I've been using uh, like the collar of my polo oh, shirt. Good. Yeah. But then and that's the other thing with the elbows, because we're using elbows a lot more. I use elbows to turn on light switches, mm-hmm. open doors, open too, door. Yeah. I lock the door in the bathroom yep. with my elbow. And then I think to myself, how disgusting are my elbows now? They've got to be just like the grossest things in the world. Mm. It's not fair. Yeah. How's my elbow? Look? Does it look gross? Really fine. Yep. I mean, if you're if you're just trans, here's the thing. This is why we need. But it's fine. This is why we need uh, the space age doors that they have in like Star Trek and Star Wars, where you go up and it just opens. Win Dixie. Yeah, or Win Dixie. But you need those everywhere because what happens is now we're just taking our dirty hands are no longer just going to be our dirty hands. We're going to have dirty elbows. You're just taking the germs and putting it on another part of your body. So I don't know if that's necessarily the. uh, Is there a sink for elbows? I don't know, but there's got to be. I mean, there's a sink for hands. Probably just a sink, right? I don't know. Maybe we continue to use our hands the way we do and just wash them. Who knows? Kathy in Montana. How are you, Kathy? I'm great. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Kathy, you're one of those people watching on Facebook or something, right? Yes. Absolutely. Well, hey, thanks yes. for uh, thanks so much for um, for listening and for watching. What did you want to say, Kathy? Well, um, I've got this theory. I, I, I heard another gentleman earlier saying that um, Biden, you know, said that he's going to be having a female in office. And uh, but he kind of had a mischievous smile, and it's like, but he's not saying. I don't think it's Michelle Obama. I think it's going to be Hillary because yeah. she can't win a race. She can't win a race head on. She's going to come in through the back door and then declare him unfit to be president, and then boom. And that's only if the uh, ballot harvesting and mail-ins without IDs. I'm 100 percent for IDs, and that's the only way they can win this race. I mean, hey. but. No, I appreciate it, Kathy. Thanks so much for calling. I've heard that there before. Listen, we got to break in because apparently we have Governor DeSantis. We're going to go live to his press conference right now. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.